0: this right here me speaking into your ear oh this is an ad this is an ad for skyline specs
1: yeah this is an ad in your ear talking about wooden engraved sunglasses of your home city your roots uv ray polarized wooden engraved sunglasses
0: you couldn't have said it any better it's an ad and you just all we want you to do with this head go to www.skylinespecs.com purchase yourself one Put it on the company card and just do it or go ahead and follow their Instagram like we want you to do in this ad at skyline underscore specs. Welcome to the marketing intern spotlight. A marketing intern is a listener who's spreading our message authentically. Hear their story, their passion, and their journey.
1: io welcome to the back pocket podcast how are you doing today
2: pretty good thank you for having me man
1: yeah
0: dude oh man so tough night for you last night did you actually get eight hours or uh
2: i can see i think i got like six or so
1: okay do you track your sleep
2: uh i do actually
1: nice what are you averaging typically
2: uh like seven ish so, yeah. Yeah. yeah same
1: with us you got to get those eight though it's so you know, hard
2: it's tough though it's super tough you got to go to bed like pretty early to get those eight.
1: So. And then sometimes like the apps don't count, like right when you fall asleep. So then you're just like, damn, right. like I did go to bed at 1130 yep. and I woke up at 730. Give me the eight. Right. <laughs> oh man. But um, let's tap into IO, a little bit of backstory. We got to meet you at St. Thomas. I got to meet you a little bit prior to that in the summer, mm-hmm. um, but a background of you and kind of give our marketing interns a little bit of a, a bio.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I was, I, I was born in Nigeria actually. Whoa. Uh, yeah. A lot of people don't know that um you couldn't tell by my accent because i don't really have one right um and then moved to chicago when i was one um grew up in chicago spent 18 years there ended up coming to st thomas um as a football player played three years um you know and, and i don't like to have regrets but one of my regrets was not finishing my time as a football player at st thomas you know i I guess I haven't really told the story, but I kind of, like, struggled a lot with, like, mental health and, like, anxiety and a bunch of, like, different issues. I just really was like, I wasn't entirely sure who I was. And so, like, I was kind of, like, all over the place. And so ended up making that decision stopped playing football. Um,
1: this was your sophomore?
2: I stopped playing my after my junior year. After your junior But, I mean, I went through, like, a litany of injuries. So I messed yep. up my knee. So I tore my PCL, uh, separated my shoulder twice, actually. Um... And it was just a lot, like, it was it was tough, especially being away from home, like, not seeing your family and all that, so, um so yeah, um studied marketing at St. Thomas, um, and yeah, it really wasn't, like, so my family, like, we're, like, in Nigerian culture, like, education is taken very seriously, Um so, like, you know, your parents are, like, really pushing education. I never, like, in high school especially, I was never, like, a very uh, serious student, like, I was the complete opposite of my sister and like my parents. My sister went to University of Chicago, which is like top five school, um, and then she ended up going to Michigan Law School. And she's yeah, crushing it. Yeah, she's just killing shit and like yeah. making me look like shit. Like it was, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> like if you saw my sister and you saw me, you're like what the hell is this guy doing? Like yeah. what's going on?
1: Um, <laughs> is it, uh, older sister.
2: Older sister. Okay, yeah. so she's
1: like paving the road. Yeah, and it's and like Iowa, where are you
2: at? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she's currently a lawyer in New York right now
0: oh my gosh yeah. she crushed she's she's crushing it, yeah, she's yeah, crushing bag, it. bags
2: i hate her <laughs> no i love her yeah but, um yeah so i like really like I, I always knew i had the potential to like do great things i like i'm not like a dumb guy by any means i just never fully applied myself and that and i think a lot of that like a lot of my like complacency and my lack of motivation contributed to like all of the stuff i was dealing with inside of my head mm-hmm. right so yeah so fast forward now, like, fast forward, a couple years after graduation, um, well, before that, let me preface this, I got a job at Star Tribune interning my senior year. Um, so I worked for them for, like, a year, and then they ended up bringing me on full-time, um, and I'm still currently with them right now. Um, and so now, um, well, actually, let's let's flash back, like, five or six months ago. Um, I had just gotten out of, like, a very serious re- relationship and um same yeah by the way yeah it, it was it was it was great at the time and then you know we broke up and it was like a really really dark moment for me um because i felt like i put a lot of my like happiness into that relationship like a lot of my happiness was dependent on that relationship so when that like stopped working for me like gets cut off completely yeah yeah it was like very dark moment for me um and I think a lot of guys do this, like, when a girl doesn't feel good about you, like, you don't feel good about yourself, and that was kind of, like, the situation I was in, so, like, after that, I was like, all right, man, like, you gotta, like, figure this shit out, like, you gotta figure out something, like, you're not, like, you can either go one way, like, you can, like, continue going down this path, or you can, like, become the person that you are, like, supposed to be, and that you want to be, and I don't know what, like, I don't know what happened, or, like, what got into me, but one day, I was just sitting at work, and I was just, like, really going through it, and I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to run a fucking marathon. Like, I'm going to, like, do something that's, like, completely outside of my character. Like, if you knew me, like, I was always a pretty athletic guy, but I was fucking lazy. Like, I, like, hated running. I, like, hated... Like, if you ask any of my friends, they're like, I could never see you running a marathon. I would be like... It's crazy to me that you're the guy that's running marathons. Um,
0: 26.2 miles. 26.2 is... miles. A lot of miles. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot.
2: Um. So, yeah, like, I, I was... Something just got into me. I'm like, I'm going to do something that's really, like gonna challenge me and like it's gonna be like transformative so just want like out of the blue like no particular reason i think maybe i was watching like joe rogan's podcast with, uh i think it was david goggins and i kind of got like fired up so that's that that's like kind of a catalyst to me like deciding to get into it Mm -hmm. but it's not the entire reason i really just wanted some sort of like transformation and not not simply physical but like also just some sort of like mental transformation where i like would be ultimately become proud of myself and like proud of the person that i'm becoming um so yeah i signed up for it i signed up in june i think like mid-june the race was in october which is not very smart i don't recommend doing that like you should give yourself like a solid like five or six months to like build
1: up yeah you Um, had two and a half maybe three yeah, yeah maybe three
2: um and i really didn't get into the training until like july that's when i really started like Taking it seriously. Um,
1: What was the progression like? You running three, four miles a day, or did you start with like half mile and then go from there? So, I mean, I was
2: pretty much sedentary prior to that. So, like, I wasn't running at all. Like, I was pretty fucking couched You were couch. Couch. Couch to marathon. Like that's how we were doing it. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And so, like, going from that, like, it's tough. Like, I like after after not playing football, like, you kind of get like burnt out a little bit, and you're like, "Uh, I don't want to do anything like physical. Like, I'm kind of good, but you don't realize that that kind of like you know staying physically active like contributes to like your mental health as well um so yeah like i started training like it was tough but ultimately i know we got there we finished the race and and now here i am running 60 mile weeks every every week um wow
1: it's gotta be nice that the sun's out now you you run around lake of the isles and like lake calhoun and all that Yeah. yeah Yeah, it's amazing. Sixty miles a week. Sixty miles a week. What's that? Um, eight a day? Eight? Or you kind of fluctuate? Um,
2: so I try. Like it depends on the day. So there's some days where I run like ten miles or so, but sometimes I'll like split it up and run like seven and five, or like so I'll run twice a day sometimes. Okay. Um, wow. Uh, just so it's not like as jarring on my body. No. Um,
1: way. We just I'm, had um, Andrea Toppin on our show, um, and she runs marathons and she qualified for the olympic trials i saw that yeah,
2: yeah. i'm
0: looking forward to that episode yeah you texted yeah. me you're like hey where's that andrea podcast i was, like, yeah, been I was released looking yet. It. Yeah. <laughs> been released dropping yet? dropping and yeah but it, it when, when this podcast comes out it's already out so for those looking for it yeah. it's out <laughs> <laughs> but hold on i want to ask one question about <laughs> running yep um what was it like to run 10 miles for the first time when you were training 10 miles for the first time like, or just a significant mileage that you had never run before. What was that like? I
2: think the half marathon was like the big um, turning point for me.
0: Okay. Um,
2: It was tough. I mean, I like, my body just wasn't used to it. Like, I don't really know how to describe it. Like, I, a lot of it was just, like, mental fortitude and just, like, sticking with it. Like, it, you, like I, I knew, like, going into it, like, okay, this is going to suck. It's supposed to suck. And so, like, I'm better off just embracing it rather than, you know, trying to like fight it or like because I, I think people tend to think like when you train for something that like it's gonna make it easy like when you're training for a marathon just because you're training for something doesn't mean it's gonna be easy at any point like it's supposed to be hard so like that was kind of like my mi- mindset going into it like i knew it was supposed to be hard and so i just like embraced it and i'd already signed up and like paid like 200 for the race so i'm like there's no going back got I the investment gotta, yeah, yeah like i gotta i gotta like just you know just suffer through it um but yeah I mean it was t- it's it's just really hard that's the best way I can describe it like yeah. it's a lot on your body, like
0: mental fortitude was the a great way to describe it, yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: so uh yeah you can get yeah with that, so you had the running going on, and I remember talking around that same time that you you were helping Moist out with some music production back end mm-hmm. uh video kind of side, or was it more of the music side?
2: um, it was more well, so a lot of people don't know this, so I actually put Moist in his first show, so like me mark pumper and uh zeke get buckets shout out to zeke get buckets Let's go, baby. uh we put together a show like in 2016 i think here no evil here no way? evil yeah rest in peace um yeah and so we like had him we brought two artists from chicago and then i think like a local dj um and so yeah we kind of like gave Moises for a shot and then i also at the time i was working at urban outfitters and urban outfitters used to do like this music series and so one of my friends was like kind of the curator for that series and he was like hey do you know any like artists that would be interested in this and i'm like yeah like one of my best friends is a musician and so like i put him in that show as well and i've kind of just been helping out like however i can and i also like help out with like photography not really like the video side but like some of the visuals like he'll ask me for like advice on on certain things and Mm -hmm. like advice on like some of the sounds that he's going for um so yeah i mean we live together so like we're always around each other he's always like playing me stuff so
1: so would you consider yourself uh, like more of a, the booking agent, like operation side for Moist? Or where would you fit into kind of like helping him throughout his career?
2: I mean, at first, not like a booking agent, but like...
1: Like a, a gateway opener. Yeah, I, I guess you can put it that way. <laughs> Opportunity just like,
2: provider. Exactly. Like I was kind of just like a connector. If I saw something yeah. that like he could fit into, I would try to help him out in any way I can. Cool. But now he's at the point where, and I don't know if I can even say this, but like he has like a manager and like he's doing shows like across the country so i'm not really i'm not really helping with him with the booking side as much just helping out like here and there I
0: i don't know if you know this or if you can answer this but how is moist received in his own backyard like minneapolis st paul versus when he goes to like germany and england and all these other places like is he more well received in these other places than he is here uh we were actually talking about this
2: the other day so like we were looking at some of the analytics on his spotify and it's crazy like i think one of the top places that listens to him is like I want to say like Germany or like Paris or some some weird Minneapolis is actually I don't even think Minneapolis is, is, is in the the top 10 um, wow. as far as like listenership. Mm-hmm. Um, but cool. with that being said like anyone who's involved in the scene here like knows who he is like cool. all of the top dogs here know who he is. So. Yeah
0: I because the reason I asked that is you know we did a podcast with Yam House right you know mm-hmm. who they are. Yeah. So they um they like really tried to grow here with their music and they have been like and they're getting it huge but they are a lot of the people that listen to them are not even in the twin cities like they're in like denver and san fran like people who appreciate that like not pop but more just kind of upbeat synth rock type stuff and it's just for some reason it's just not it doesn't vibe here as much that's not like the sound that everyone appreciates so it's really cool when they go like elsewhere around the midwest they're Mm -hmm. actually like selling out and doing it really well yeah outside of minneapolis yeah
2: it's weird how like especially now music travels like across the globe like yeah and like now with like spotify and like soundcloud where you can like see where your listeners are coming from like you can literally book a tour based off of like your sound your soundcloud or like your spotify stream so mm-hmm. like if you have like a high like viewership or listenership if that's even a word like in like belgium sure. yeah. or something like you can be like hey like I'm going to do a tour here and, you know,
0: it'll set it, it up based out? off that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that's incredible. Um, so you, you're helping out with Moist a, a little bit. He's still your roommate, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And, uh, and you, 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 got this marathon, just fire inside you getting the 60 <laughs> miles a week. Freaking awesome. Right. And you're also working at the star tribune. So that internship turned on to a full-time job. Right. And uh, how's that going? You, I remember talking to you a few months ago and you're, you're kind of hesitant about where you were at. I'm just kind of curious if, uh, yeah. Because I saw, I don't know if you saw. Andrew, I, I was, check it in. Dude. I was on the news. I was at the dentist, and I was flipping through the Star <laughs> Tribune. And, or no, flipping through somewhere, and your face popped up. And I was like, that's my guy. <laughs> can, I, can
2: I tell you a story about that uh, that photo? So um, a couple weeks ago, one of the guys in our marketing department comes up to me. He's like, first of all, I've never, like, really talked to this guy. I always see him in passing, but, like, we've never really, like, exchanged words. And he comes up to me, and he's like, And I knew, like, what he wanted, like, because I'd I'd gotten the calendar invite in my email, like, saying, like, hey, like, we want you guys to come in for, like, a photo shoot. And he comes up to me. He's like, hey, so we want, like, uh, like, did you get my invite? Like, we want, like, a couple different people from, like, different departments to, like, be in this photo shoot for, like, this program that we're doing. And in the back of my mind, I'm just like, hmm, you guys need a token black eye for this image for this uh, photo shoot yeah, don't diversify you? yeah you guys need some diversity that's what you're why don't you just come out and say it don't like beat around the bush just just yeah. say what you need and then i end up being like front and center of that image they're like hey io why don't you like go ahead and like stand in the middle i'm like yeah. oh okay. you guys
0: back up here yeah just a sea of white they're like,
2: <laughs> hey why don't you
0: right here io right in the middle yeah <laughs> that's nuts <dude>. and <laughs>
2: well, everyone has been commenting on it it's, it's hilarious yeah. but um to answer your question like Wait, when is this podcast coming out, by the way?
1: So, we have... Let's just do some live math right yeah, now. Yeah, so we have Nasser dropping this week, and then Andrew dropping next week, then Sam, and then yourself. So, a one month. month.
0: One month would be... Does someone want to pull up what one month from Tuesday
1: is? that like Is, is that May, end of May?
0: Yeah, it's
2: probably beginning of May. Beginning of May? Yep. God, I don't want to speak on what I was going to say.
1: Dang it. Um, because it's time frame kind of yeah, puts everything off?
2: Yeah. Well, like some major changes are coming. Let's just put it like that. Um, wait,
0: can't we talk about it then? Cuz we, we, like, we like we like change. We're all about self-development. If and if, development. If, yeah. if
2: one of my coworkers ends up listening to this like before Okay, I'm moving to Chicago. Um Okay. End of end of May, maybe mid-May. Um
1: Okay. So this... you're going to have to give your 2 week at some point. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's going to time out perfectly then. Yeah. Ale- allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Um We're looking at like the 30th of April. Okay. Oh.
2: Well, I could get fired then, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm uh, I'm moving back to uh, Chicago just to be closer to like family, family friends. Um, and this has been something I've been thinking about for quite some time. Um, and my t- no, my time at Star Tribune has been great. I've definitely learned a lot, um, grown a lot. But it's just ultimately not not something I'm looking to do long term. And cool, you know, I've been thinking about making the move back home for quite some
1: time. So, so what are you? thinking of oh I got two questions about Star Tribune okay
0: yeah let's let's wrap that up (laughs)
1: first question is when I'm on Twitter I follow Star Tribune and I like there's some cool articles that I want to read but I can't ever read them because you have to pay to like actually read them Mm -hmm. drives me nuts like I like why do you why do you guys have the like I can read you can't read New York Times and all that and like I understand like sometimes they give you two Mm -hmm. in the month and that's all you get I was like damn it I was just curious why you don't open that up for everyone why do you have to restrict how many how many
2: so I like Because I work there, I don't get that, like, paywall um, deal. Mm -hmm. But how many, like, reads you get?
1: I want to say it's two a month. Same as, like... Same? Yeah. It's not a lot. I mean,
2: you got to... Star Tribune is... We're probably the number one media company in Minnesota. Um, And especially in this climate, like, people value news. And especially here in this market, like, I think a lot of people value, like, getting that sort of information. Mm -hmm. Um, And ultimately, it just comes down to money. Like, you got to, like... You got to pay, pay the bills.
1: Bills. Yeah. yeah. So okay, and that kind of feeds into my second question of, uh, how is uh, paper doing with it within the the news realm? If this is such a news heavy market, is paper succeeding? Are they fading? Are they consistent?
2: Okay, well, I would say, like the actual physical paper, it's definitely not growing by any means. But compared to other, like as a whole, it's not doing well at all. Like it's definitely not doing well. Mm-hmm. But I would say here we are definitely punching above our weight in terms of like how many people still like value getting like the physical paper like we i think our our readership is on sundays it's like maybe 500k or so it's still it's still pretty yeah, substantial a number yeah um but you know people just you can get information a lot quicker but i think there is something to be said about getting the your news um from the paper because It really like slows things down a lot for you. Like when you're just constantly getting like fed news like throughout the day. Like sometimes you don't even like get the truth. So like it's sometimes it's nice to like you know wait a day to like get that information to fully
1: digest it. I would say exactly. So yeah, we had one of our guests, Josh Letty, say he starts his day with a couple pushups and then he opens up the Star Tribune and he reads at least ten minutes, twenty minutes, and that's how he starts his day because it's exactly that. It slows himself down calms him he gets his information and then he's uh he gets going wait how old is that dude he's in his 30s okay yeah yeah what's so
0: demographic typically of your of star tribune's clients <sighs> it's probably
2: um, not us i would assume no it's definitely not us um god i don't know like exactly so i don't want to like just throw out a random number but i would i would say like probably
0: people in their like 50s and 60s yeah okay mm-hmm. cool all right so what i was gonna ask great great star tribune segment mm-hmm. love that um but where do you want to go now? Like, what's your, what's your, kind of your plan? What do you want to do in Chicago when you go back? Um, Well, I actually have
2: an interview lined up. I'm not going to say what it is, but have an interview lined up for um, like three weeks from now. But long term, I want to be working for myself ultimately. Um, cool. So right now I'm like in the process of starting a brand that kind of integrates fitness and like the mental health side of things Mm. um and like mindfulness so i'm like working with a friend who's actually on his way to become a mindfulness teacher Mm. um and he just came back from like a retreat so i'm like trying to get him like involved and i'm working with an artist on like some logo designs um and stuff like that so long term i want to be definitely want to be working for myself um
1: have you started workshopping some names for the brand i I have a name yeah you have a name yeah i don't know can we break news not yet not yet but you guys fair, but, but
2: i promise you guys will be the off. we can do it off air okay. yes we can do that
1: and we'll be um, the first to, uh, we'll plug the hell we'll, out we'll of plug yeah, it so, yeah. we'll blast that and hype out. it
2: yeah i mean i'm i'm very passionate about like especially now like fitness and like what what that can do for you like how transformative transformative that can be for you especially like endurance-based events um i like to say that like i went from like running for me used to be like a form of punishment, and now it's like a form of prayer, if that makes oh. any sense. Like you guys remember, like in high school, like you guys, you guys all play football. Um, like in high school, when your coach would be like, "All right, guys, like on the line." Like in that feeling that you'd get, like knowing you have to like run like gassers yeah. or whatever. Yep. Like just the worst feeling. And so I went from like feeling as feeling that running was like a chore, or, like a punishment, to like now it's my like time to like reflect and like be engaged and like be fully present and like. I literally say before every run, like, I do, like, a minute of, like, a mindfulness exercise or, like, a minute, like, prayer just to, like, you know, express, like, my gratitude, like, to be able to run because, like, I get to do this. Like, I don't have to. I get to, you know, so.
0: I love that. I think without, like, where we're at in our lives where a lot of it is voluntary, like, we voluntarily do this podcast we don't get paid for this. this isn't our job but at the same time we voluntarily go and work out every day we mm-hmm. we can choose to be mindful and meditate and do all those things and it's incredible that when you spend that time to do that how much that actually helps yourself grow yeah never would have thought that was like the case honestly mm-hmm. it's no secret the back
1: pocket boys were beer guys Whoa, we are beer guys however sometimes there's a time and place when i'm a beer guy because sometimes i got you know heartburn coming.
0: Did, did this just turn into a heartburn solution ad?
1: Ooh, it, it might have.
0: All right, well, eh, let's just roll
1: with it. Let's roll with this one. Okay, I mean, your your solution is to heartburn is Lincoln drink. Oh, that's a good point. Lincoln drink can solve my heartburn. What is Lincoln drink? Lincoln drink, dude, you're just sitting
0: around having a couple beers, getting some heartburn, but at the same time, dude, you're having these great conversations with motivators, your entrepreneurs, hustlers, these people that are just your age going to get it around you in the Twin Cities.
1: Lincoln Drink, a great collaboration opportunity. And if you're listening to this ad, I challenge you to ask me about my heartburn. Lincoln Drink 004 is at Finnegan's Bruco on May 8th. That's Lincoln Drink 004 at finnegan's bruco may 8th going back to kind of the the college years i'm really curious and if you, you can touch on as much as you like but yeah. with that mental health that you were mentioning yeah. and how you were struggling with some things what was it that um might have helped you uh, kind of transform and find some like light or did it not happen in college or was more post that
2: yeah it was definitely post like in co- like throughout college i'd i mean and it's up and down like i wasn't always just like down during college but like definitely some like rough stretches Mm -hmm. um but it was definitely post-college where i kind of like was like okay like i need to like figure out who io is right like i can't continue like living the way i was in college because like in college i was just like you know you like you go out like you're drinking like you're just you know you're not really like doing a whole lot and i just kind of felt like very empty throughout my college experience Mm -hmm. um
1: yeah so it was kind of post-college. And would you say like people around you kind of helped you or was it, um, looking you, inward and doing them all the mindful activities? And it was, that?
2: it was, I would say it was completely just like some self-reflection, like looking in the mirror and be like, okay, who do I want to be? And like, how do I get there? Like, what is it going to look like getting to where I ultimately want to be?
0: You know? Okay. Like, Dope. So with the, the company and the vision that you want to create, how do you want to manifest or, uh, input this mental health part aspect into the fitness like are you going to try and like coach people up on how to meditate and how that can transition into fitness or like going from your own experiences how, how's that all going to come together you just
2: want me to give away the whole recipe right well now, I, I just I just really <laughs> want
0: to tap into this because you I mean you listen to Rogan all the time and you listen to all these like David Goggins all these different people who have these insane mental ability like fortitude they mm-hmm. have insane mental that fortitude. word absolutely yeah. and I love listening and diving in on people's minds and how they can overcome certain things and like that's what a lot of our podcast is around like what's in your back pocket that's one mental thing that you use all the time to get over something that's hard
2: yeah no i mean i definitely so to answer your question there definitely will be some sort of component of you know actually practicing like meditation whether it be like five minutes or um you know an hour um i'm not entirely sure how it's gonna look like yet but um
0: I guess, what have you done with your own mental fortitude? Like, how have you overcome? Like, I guess we can just ask you, like, what's in your back pocket in terms of when you're in these tough situations?
2: I just keep putting myself in those tough situations and, like, force myself to, you know, like, kind of harden my mind. Um, I remember doing, so last summer I was, I did a 100 mile bike ride through, we started in Wisconsin, went through Minnesota and Iowa, and then came back to Wisconsin and it was... I didn't train for this at all. Like, did not ride my bike once that entire the entire summer. And it was horrible. Like, a horrible, like, super painful experience. Didn't really... Like, that morning, like, we had breakfast and all that. And I didn't really eat. I'm like, uh, I'm not really feeling it. Like, we're just gonna, like, gut this out and see where it goes. Just
1: ride 100 miles. Yeah.
2: And they had like, aid stations with, like, food and all that. But, like, I just wasn't, like, properly n- nourished. And so, like, I was just, like... It was tough. Like, I was hitting some low points. And... I, I'd already signed up for the marathon at the time, so I'm like, okay, if I can't complete this, like, how am I gonna do a marathon? And I remember being at like mile like eighty or ninety and I was just cramping, like my my leg was just like cramping up. You could visibly like see my leg like cramping up and like my like the vein of my calf like tightening up. Ooh. Um and the guys the guys who were like kind of like the aid, like helpers were like, Alright, like you want us to drive you back, like it's only like ten miles, like you've come so far, I'm like exactly i've come so far but i can't like quit right now so like i don't know what got in me i just was i don't know just gutted it out and finished that race i don't know but like there's really no there's no secret to to like mental toughness you know mental toughness is like a muscle like you got to work it out and like the more you do it the more like the more you can like put yourself through tough situations right it's no different it's Mm -hmm. no different than working out your bicep like the mind is like a muscle in, in itself so
1: i love the word you use harden right because you are like you're it's going to get pounded it's going to get hurt and it's going to get battered but it's going to get stronger through that and that's exactly what you're saying it's going to expand just like you're going to work out your biceps you know make mm-hmm. yourself look good yeah we got big brain muscles i think
0: but what's crazy dude is um i always like using visualization like i go to work out at Alter all the time and i know it's going to suck when you come around that second circuit and you're doing it again And it's like rows or something that like you just hate. Right. And a lot of the times I'll just visualize like, okay, I'm going to be at 380 watts. My legs are going to start hurting really bad at 40 seconds and I'm going to have 20 seconds to get through this. Right. I'm going to, I already know what it feels like. So I'm going to put my mind there now. Mm -hmm. And then by the time I get there again, it's like, all right, it's time. Let's go. Yeah. Visualization's huge. Visualization's huge. Absolutely. Dang, that's crazy. So I, you you literally didn't train for a hundred mile
2: bike ride and just did it? Did not train and like what
0: the hell? All dude. my friends
2: were doing it. Like my friends from back home were doing it. I'm like, okay, I can't let these guys show me up. Like I'm supposed to be the guy like training for a marathon. Like I gotta show them like I'm in good shape. So I'm like, if they're doing it, like I gotta do it. So wow. I just literally forced myself to do it. it. Was it was terrible? Like it was.
0: But you're better off from it, right? No, hundred I mean,
2: percent. Like it made me way tougher. And I would say that I would comp- that. That Bike ride was just as tough as a marathon, surprisingly. Like, you wouldn't think that 100 miles, like, biking would be that difficult, but like, it was mm-hmm. tough because it was like super like hilly terrain. Like, it was hot, like, it was probably like 80 80 degrees. It was, uh, it was tough.
1: You felt like Lance Armstrong at points, just tour de France, <laughs> <laughs> passing people. How was your butt? Yeah,
0: how was your butt? Because I know bike seats aren't the nicest, these aren't, they aren't the floral chairs that we're sitting on.
2: My butt actually wasn't that bad because we had like the, they gave us like the biker uniforms okay. so like we had like the padding i would oh. say the most painful thing was probably my back Really, my back and like my quads were like yeah. shot after that so
0: oh my gosh when when did you start to hit like a, the wall and to, at, when you uh run your marathon what mile like how many miles did you run before your marathon and then i mean you never run the actual marathon before no, you run it no right? you don't
2: um <laughs> so the longest run i did building up was 21 miles i would say wow that's Um, still pretty pretty actually so that was like three weeks maybe three weeks before the marathon and i felt like great like i was like okay like 21 miles like i got this add five more right yeah it's that that simple like just add five more and like you're there but like when you're actually running the marathon first of all twin cities marathon is tough as hell because all the hills like around the st thomas area like those rolling hills are right at like mile 20 like mile 19 to like 21 and it's it's just tough like it's a lot um, so that's kind of where I hit the wall. Like right when you hit St. Thomas, like going down summit, I think it's like mile like 21 and man, I started, I was seeing like triple, like quadruple. I literally could not see straight. Like I was really? on the verge of like throwing up. It was so
1: bad. Yeah. You said going down more like going up, right? Yeah. Going, <laughs> you're, you're hitting, uh, what is that? Cretan, and you're going up east? summit, right? is it yeah. up summit? Yeah. Yeah. It's summit just a steady, it's yeah. just like
0: walking like this well
2: it's like they're all like rolling hills so like you oh. go up and down and like yeah. up and down and like you're That's this is like at the worst point of the marathon like yeah. you are already like completely taxed so would
0: yeah. you ever run like a an ultra marathon like a yes. hundred mile
2: I, I plan on running a hundred mile race Holy
0: dude yeah. oh my gosh
2: so right now my plan is yeah let's get into this so so um i'm planning i'm planning on running the chicago marathon in october hell yeah um and I'm thinking I may want to do a spring marathon. I haven't signed up for one yet, but like I may just sign up like on a whim, or or maybe do a half marathon. We'll see. I'm not like a big fan of half marathons. I, I just think they're kind of like they're kind of lame. Um, but re- I respect no like
1: fuck <laughs> the thirteen point one. So here's okay. Here's the thing, and
2: I and like I don't mean to disrespect like the sport. Like I <laughs> I respect I respect the sport, especially if you're elite. Like running, it's not easy to run a half marathon. Don't get me wrong, but like I'm not doing it to like. I'm not doing it for, like, a time or anything. I'm doing I'm doing these things to, like, kind of, like, push myself. So, like, yeah. running a half marathon doesn't really, like, align with what I, like, want
1: to do. What you're trying to do.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I was thinking to run a half marathon this summer just because the farthest I've ever ran is five. And I figured, you know, why not eight more? It's just eight more miles. So. Right. No.
2: And for you, that's, that makes sense. For me, I can conceptualize running a half marathon. I can go, like, right now, I can literally, every weekend if I wanted to, can complete a marathon if I really wanted to. Like, just go out and run a marathon. But, like... <laughs> Right now, I'm, like, really just focused on trying to, like, push my mind and body to, like, the extremes and just seeing where I can go. So, yeah, after the Chicago Marathon, I'm going to start training for an ultra. Not sure which one I want to do, but...
1: What are in their Rolodex? Because I'm totally unfamiliar with where you can do that.
2: They're everywhere. Like, pretty much every state has an ultra. Um, what? Some of the biggest ones are, like, I don't know, David Goggins talks about, like, Badwater. That's, like, probably the one of the toughest ones, or, like, Western states in California... Which is like a crazy one, and then there's one, one. There's called there's one called the Barkley Marathon. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. I, one. No. I
1: saw the documentary on Netflix. <sighs> Tough,
2: like that one is like I think they they say it's the equivalent to climbing Everest. Like the elevation gain is like the equivalent to climbing Everest
1: twice. And alone, and you don't know where you're going. No,
2: and yeah, like you, you have, have to bring you literally a have a map, and yeah. you have to like find like it's some weird like kind of scavenger hunt like marathon.
1: We'll watch the documentary, and it's only yeah.
2: I think it's only like a hundred miles, but. Because of like the elevation game, like it's just and like actually trying to like figure out like you have to like find like pages in a book or like some like weird shit. Um, Sounds
1: because... like like a Zelda video game, like <laughs> I o- Ocarina yeah. of Time. Well, like the pages are the it's like a mile marker or something. Yeah, like something he like that. he rips out pages in a book, like one page number one. This is where it is, and like that's how you find out where number mile number one is. It's bananas,
2: and only only fifteen people have completed it. So it just it shows you how difficult yeah. it is because you um, have
1: to go through three times or something. So there's points where you can just give up and just like I'm not gonna run the next like circuit. Right. Yeah, because
2: I mean a normal hundred mile race like the cutoff time is usually like forty eight hours, but that one's like sixty hours. So it shows you how like how tough that one is. Barclays Marathon, yeah. and I
0: should know this, but for your 100, uh, 100 mile marathons, you do you like take break or do you uh Rest and sleep at any point? You can.
2: I would say most people probably just run through the night for for hundred miles, depending on the yeah, the course and like the terrain. But who's
0: the who's the girl who beat all the dudes by like two Courtney,
2: hours? Courtney Dewalter?
0: Yeah, and she slept for one minute. Yeah. Oh, she was on well, road. She was she
2: was running like that was like a 240 mile race. That wasn't a hundred.
0: But she smoked all the dudes. Yeah. yeah. By slept, hours, by hours,
2: and slept for yeah. one minute. She's a she's a beast. She's actually from Minnesota. She's from uh Hopkins. All right. Hopkins. Let's get her, let's let's get her on. Yeah. What's her name? Courtney Dewalter. All right. Yeah. She's sounds a, like we need her. Write own.
0: that down, Sam. She's oh wait, beast. where are you at, Sam? Oh, oh you're, we you're, have you're, we uh, have uh, at least this, Sam. Sam. Yeah. All right. I did write, that down. Um, I'm sure you write
1: that down. She was on. Was she on Rogan?
0: Yeah, she was on Rogan. yeah, I remember
1: listening to her and literally she goes, "I slept for one minute and that was the best sleep I've ever had." And she, I was like, you're kidding. That's bullshit. She's, <laughs> she's insane. Those like
2: those ultra runners, like they are, they're some of the most, they're not crazy, but like, they're just built differently. Like you, they yes. have a completely different mindset. Like to be able to like, do that stuff. Like you got to just,
0: I kind of feel that way with Goggins too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like listening to Goggins and just this crazy stories that he does on a daily basis is kind of nuts. And then when you really do your research on David Goggins and see that he's had like a couple divorces like a couple wives like yeah you know like his significant others are like okay like i got into this relationship like pretty motivated by your million pull-ups but now that we're actually together like this is insane yeah like, i feel I, like that's what ha- happens with the goggles
2: yeah i don't i don't understand how anyone could be i mean he's a great great person but right. like being married to someone that intense like all the time he seems like he's just like wired like yeah Yeah. Uh, like a
1: coach k vibe right and like a total different manner but at the same time you can feel like the extremeness to them right that's insane yeah Yeah. have you ever because
0: so that dewalter girl talks about how she was in a certain part in the forest and she started hallucinating and then she starts seeing all these different things but she just knew that she was hallucinating and just kept going have Mm -hmm. you ever had a situation where you like you start seeing some crazy shit dude
2: literally mile 26 we're at right by the capital state capital of the twin cities marathon and i could have swore that i saw will hilbert i thought he was there because like all my other friends were there and i swore i saw him in the crowd because like they were all like cheering and like just
0: a big wisconsin guy it's hard not to know if that's will Hilbert. and i could
2: have swore like i don't think i was hallucinating but i swore i saw him but he wasn't there he wasn't (laughs) he wasn't there and most people don't like hallucinate during like a marathon it's just not like unless you're like really just out of it yeah It doesn't really happen but i like that was like the one instance Mm -hmm. where that that happened
1: having good old will Hilbert there motivated you to finish that last (laughs) half mile at last point one or whatever did you come up to him after and be like will thank you
0: so much dude like you helped me get through that i wasn't even i wasn't even there (laughs) that's Uh, nuts dude. are you gonna do any uh more marathons like locally i want to come we want to come just did you have a running partner i run by myself okay i mean well actually
2: Bennett, Salahowski and I kind of run... He doesn't run, like... He won't run more than, like, five or six miles with me, but, like, he, he was someone that I actually reached out to just for, like, some help with, like, nutrition and, like, strength training. Because um, he actually comes from, like, a family of uh, endurance runners. Like, his mom, I think, qualified for the Olympic trials. His dad was, like, a college runner. Um, oh, wow. I think his sister is, like, looking to qualify for the trials as well. That makes wow. so much sense, because yeah. he
1: has no off switch when it comes to his endurance.
2: The guy is a fucking... He's built, like, a Navy SEAL, literally. Mm -hmm. He's just, like, ripped. Yes. Um, And just, like, he's someone that I've always, like, admired, like, just in the way that he lives his life. Like, very, like, focused and, like, lives with, like, intent. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I reached out to him. And so, like, every now and then we'll, like, go out for, like, runs. I think Nick Walvogel has joined us a couple times. uh, Newell has joined us. Um, But really, like, on the daily, I don't have a running partner. It's just, like, me. like And that's kind of how I like it. I don't really like to, like,
1: Music? podcast silence
2: i'm getting to the point where it's no more music
1: oh yeah it's
2: it's it's a different experience it's very okay. different because when you're running without music you're way more engaged and way more present and like in tune with what's going on and like music kind of like i don't know you're not gonna have music like in the race so like you might as well like try yeah. to get used to
0: train your mind right it's the stuff it's a lot
2: harder definitely like it, it it's, i
0: was gonna say like m- when i l- go on runs i love listening to like full albums and like that's kind of my thing and I, I love you can use music as motivation at times when you're just like gassed yeah yeah but so just like no music what do you what do you do just you're just in the present moment got the runner's high just <sighs> ripping it your yeah, runner's high is a hoax that's it bullshit. is okay all right, all right. <laughs> it's that's some bullshit end. dude <laughs> <laughs> whoever
2: made that up is lying to us i i maybe have gotten that once where Too i just funny. felt that euphoria but um what I do is I just, like, you know, focus on, like, little things. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you just kind of get, especially if you're going long, you focus on, like, little things. Otherwise, you get overwhelmed. So, like, I'll focus on my breath or, like, my footsteps. I'm just, like, or fo- focus on my form. Just anything to, like, take my mind off of, like, the distance. Mm-hmm. So I'm not focused oh. on, like, how far I have to go.
1: Hey, Deck. I got to be real with you. You got some of the worst apparel in the game out there. I would love to see you customize some shirts that just say, I have... Bad style.
0: Mmm, decky bad style. Let's make those shirts. The shock value would be insane. However, turnaround time and quality, it needs to be there.
1: That's a great point. I mean, we could launch this tomorrow with our own goddamn sponsor.
0: Oh, I didn't even think of that. Well, well, actually, I did because I wrote this ad, dude. But that's besides the point.
1: And with that being said, be on the lookout for some Decky Bad Style shirts and other custom apparel from the BP. But also, if you're like, man, I need to find someone to make great custom apparel for me, look no further. Hit us up at BackPocket at VisionaryMFG.com. That's B-A-C-K-P-O-C-K-E-T at VisionaryMFG.com.
0: Gotcha. So, Dude, this is awesome.
1: Yeah, it's I, insane.
0: I love just talking about this running stuff because... Like I'm nowhere near that. I just started running right when I got out of football, going from like hard, heavy weight training to mm-hmm. go out and run, mm-hmm. go sweat for an hour mm-hmm. and see what you can do. And I started doing like swimming and then I started doing biking and then I started doing running, swimming and biking all okay. workouts. We're going for an Ironman or what? I would just, I was, I just started doing like the average, I called it the average guy's Ironman. I would bike like eight or nine miles. I'd run like two or three and then I'd go swim a mile. Okay. This is the average guy's uh, triathlon. You can swim a mile. Yeah. I was, wow. Well, and I didn't swim it like consistently, like down and back all mile. I would do it in spurts of like two hundred meters or hundred meter, oh. depending on how tired I was. Okay. But yeah, I mean that's that was what I was doing right right when I quit. we well, not quit football. Right when I finished football, that was those were the things I did. Oh, that's
1: awesome. Quick, quick math guy here. Uh, twenty five meters is one one down is one lap. So sixteen hundred meters you had to swim. Seventeen twenty. Is how long? How many lap? How many times do you have to go there? Uh, okay. So down and seventeen twenty is is the total mile.
0: distance, uh, in yardage or meters? However, the pool set up. Okay. So how many times Do you have to do it? So down and back is fifty. Four times is a hundred. So seventeen times four. Uh, sixty-eight. So sixty-eight times. Yeah. So you have to go there laps. and back, or just there? No, there. So there yeah. and back would be thirty-four. Thirty-four times. Yeah. Got it. Jeez. Thirty-four
1: laps. Yeah. Yeah that's nuts i yeah. can when we did the uh the football you know like when we jumped in the pool and we did those races mm-hmm. running backs D linemen <laughs> like get in your groups and then swim i was <laughs> gassed swimming just 25 25 i'm like gulping water and just the grossest form uh yeah. oh, horrible but uh trapping the puck and transition to back pocket core questions so we already asked you what's in your back pocket but the other question our favorite question is the average quality and this is something you do well at times, and other times not so well. At the end of the day, it's your average quality. So, I, what would be your average quality, dude?
2: My average quality is definitely definitely like my diet. Like, oh, I go yeah. on I go on stretches where I'm like super motivated and like focused on eating well. Um, and then last night, for example, I got you know the big bag of hot Cheetos, and I'm just like going to town on it. Like, yeah. So that's definitely like definitely my average quality. And I'm also like super. You know what can you pull pull out my uh jacket i'm super addicted to uh, uh cliff bars so i actually brought you guys some cliff bars okay no let's um, let's munch on some cliff bars yeah. I, I haven't actually eaten anything these, to are are like, yeah, these are hungry. like my go-to for like just a quick snack before uh hell yeah. before a run um like if you ask like my roommates like i go through like an entire box of those like in a day just because i'm so like obsessed don't, with them
1: don't open it now all right go ahead. Chew into the mic. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So I saw I saw that
2: one dude brought like some Canadian like peanut butter and like whatever to the show.
0: So I like oh. all dressed ruffles from Canada. What were they? They're called all like the flavors all dressed ruffles, a ketchup flavored Lay's, ketchup they, flavored Lay's, and then craft brand peanut butter.
1: All from Canada.
0: All from Canada. And I guess according to this, according to Tommy Lakeham, these are like to die for items that you go and buy.
1: Not a sponsor, but up to great things. Hopefully one day a sponsor, because I'd love to be sponsored dude, by Cliff. I, I was literally thinking that like, yeah.
2: if Cliff Bar would sponsor me one day, that would be a dream come true. Like, I. Oh my so bad. this is
1: a plug to yeah. Io. Bring it this way. No, me, yeah, we have a marathon runner here today, Io. And hell of a dude, hell of a man. Would be a great representation of Cliff and his <laughs> bars. And I believe that uh, this pitch right here could seal the deal.
0: Yeah, people ask, like, hey, what's your fuel source? How do you get things done? Like, how do you run these marathons? It's with Cliff Bars, and I could say the same thing about, you know, Cliff Bars fueling me and
1: my life and podcasting. So, and not, Cliff Bars. Not only am I fueled and ready to go and attack these marathons, but it is quite the delight to the senses. White <laughs> macadamia nut. Yum. All right. All right. So, that's how you That's our pitch, ads. and then we'll, we'll definitely send that to Cliff. We'll send that to Cliff and himself. His, and his bars. Um, that was good. <laughs> Thank you shout out to
0: cliff
1: man uh so nutrition do you do anything in particular like is there like a ketogenic type thing or is it more just like get the right nutrition
2: yeah just like making sure i'm like you know eating properly after a run or like yeah. after like a lift um i'm not on, um, i'm not into any of those like diets like and not. i'm not i'm not knocking them because i guess some of them are proven to work but me it's just like eating right just making sure i'm like you know refueling my body properly um, yeah not, amen to that just not eating a bunch of junk food i mean it's okay to like indulge every now and then other like if you don't like kind of like eat what you want sometimes you are gonna like binge eat or at least at least i do like if i try to like eat healthy all the time like th- then i'm gonna go into like you know you are the, gonna relapse yeah exactly like a fucking junkie yeah you d- know?
1: do what i did and i one day i had mcdonald's for breakfast chick-fil-a for lunch and chipotle for dinner i called it the trifecta i saw that you're, you're crazy <laughs> You are crazy. For I remember. Yeah. I remember you guys talking about yeah. that. That's just that's nuts. Dude. It was so unhealthy, but it was exactly that. Like I was eating right for a little bit, and then I had a day where I didn't meal prep, and I just like fuck, just backlash. Yeah. Like, meal yeah. prepping is key. Like yeah. if
2: you're gonna if you're gonna eat healthy, you definitely have to like make sure that you have
1: put aside time to make it. Yeah, make yeah. some
2: make some food, and like actually buy groceries. Otherwise, you will mm-hmm. just do some crazy shit like that so, <laughs> so,
0: stupid. so here's stupid. like coke speaking <laughs> yeah. of crazy like bad diet habits when we or when i i buy jars of crunchy peanut butter like the bigger jars and i'll just r- rip through those like every once every other week just, just like playing. Just spoon it spoon and peanut butter in my mouth and i'm editing videos and podcasts and just peanut butter mm. so you're also crazy huh yeah. Okay. No, Come on. Like, yeah i'll mess up a jack's pizza every once in a while you oh, know every shit. friday throw that bad boy in there's just something about like a three dollar pizza that you throw in the oven that's just amazing yeah i think it's amazing yeah,
1: Just a little cardboard in your mouth yeah it, it, it does taste like cardboard it's yeah. just not it's not very good my it's like good lunches enough. that like you just talked
0: about meal prep my lunches are i'll grow up like six chicken breasts and then i'll go and buy six bags of frozen frozen veggies mm-hmm. and i just bring all of that to work and then eat chicken and veggies for lunch like, yeah every day oh that's the way to
2: do it but then i run good out night. of that
1: that's good man
0: I run out of that. And then the other, then the next week is, like, just absolute tomfoolery.
1: Yeah. We're a couple of Looney Tunes over here. It is.
0: It gets bad, dude. Like, I'm bringing in, like, soup. jangles. I'm bringing in, like, soup and crackers one day. And then the next thing you know, I got, like, freaking sushi. Like, I don't know. There's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> people, what? Yeah, dude. People. Uh, and then sometimes I'll run out and they'll be like, all right, I gotta go to the gas station, dude. Then I find, like, the Supermoms, like, hoagies easy wow <laughs> yeah no my body is not like my fuel source right now i need to change it
1: that's why cliff's coming in clutch yeah
0: do you have you talked to Yoakum yet about doing like help having him help you with any like of your training and stuff no i haven't you should he does a lot of diet stuff okay um and i mean he's he's kind of the full package type thing yeah i think you would uh you would definitely benefit and yeah. like you start running races and getting big sponsored by cliff Yoakum will help you out <laughs> also ghost fit wear some ghost fit material okay yeah, yeah. Do you have any like actual? Has Josh given you any stuff?
2: I actually don't know Josh personally. I've never actually oh. formally met Not him. Josh. I mean, I don't know who he is. Like, yeah. he's a beast. Like, I saw him play a ton. Mm-hmm. He's A stud, but never, never met him.
0: Dude,
1: we'll get you some gear. Yeah, yeah. we'll hook you up. Yeah, got a lot of things going on. Um, what Nick- was your average quality again? Nutrition, totally nutrition. Yeah, nutrition. No, yeah. No. Duh. that's what we're talking about. Um,
0: knucklehead. Sorry, dude. Yeah, where's your listening? I gotta listen better. Yeah, uh, I just keep talking about my sushi. Diet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: knucklehead uh, next question would be the challenge aspect we love challenging ourselves on the back pocket and trying to reach into the io brand mm-hmm. and getting people inside your network that might we might have not have thought as a as a podcast guest so do you have any recommendations as a challenge to get on our show the back pocket a challenge could could be a friend that you just like hey I, who do you want to see on the show oh, okay. or it could be someone like david goggins if you were like i want to i want to see this man this this peak person or it could just be someone inside that you love and you're just like they got an awesome story
2: yeah um yeah i talked a little bit about my homie sam who lives in seattle who i'm actually trying to like start something with Mm -hmm. he's like an insane like if you guys could get him that'd be awesome like he but obviously he doesn't live here um he's like a, like i said he's on his way to become a mindfulness teacher this is a guy who played d1 football at penn like crazy smart like stupid smart um just like super like what's the word um just like thoughtful guy like one of the nicest dudes i know and like he's super interesting he does like crazy shit like i think he's going like backpacking in like brazil or something like he just quit his job like he had an amazing job and he's like yeah i'm gonna go like to brazil for a few months and like travel and like he does all this like crazy stuff he'd be a great guest but like what's his last name sam Tolman. sam Tolman yeah um shout out to sam i love you um but then no i have another person that i think would be super interesting that i was talking to last week sam nutting actually yeah she is a hustler like you want to talk about being a hustler she fucking hustles like she she was saying she works five jobs and like i don't know she does like all sorts of crazy stuff i I remember we were talking one time about like she was like interested in like helping out some brands like with their marketing and she like hadn't like reached out yet and next thing you know, like a month later, she's like working for them and like running like their social media and like all this stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she'd be super interested. We've been
1: trying to get her on. She wants to get her. She has a co-founder with her, correct? Or something like. A, so she a does
0: marketing for that like wine on wheels. Yes, that's that's the one. Yeah. yeah. And so we asked her to come on. She's like she was super interested. And then uh, yeah, she wanted to bring the co-founder on, but we only have three mics, so we're working through that right now. Yeah, we're right. trying to. Figure we definitely want to get her on though. That's a great, awesome challenge. Yeah. yeah.
1: Hell yeah, dude. And then the final question is uh, a simple question. What did you learn today from midnight last night? Cause your roommates barged in on you. So you did wake up and uh, to right now when we're having this conversation could be, could be anything. What did you learn today? Huh?
2: I learned that you guys are really good at what you do. You yeah, guys are thanks, really huh? good. Like you guys take this like very seriously. Um, and I like what you said, like you're not doing it for anyone besides yourself. Like if you want to talk about like happiness like i think true happiness comes from when you like are happy independent of outcome so like you guys are like enjoying doing this regardless like if there's only one person listening to this podcast so you guys i i believe that you guys would still be doing this because like you love what you do and it shows because you guys put a lot of like effort and like all the content that you guys put out like you guys are doing a great job so like i really like i, I tell you guys this all the time like i, yeah. I really respect it like
0: thank you so much yeah. dude and, and- uh, you especially just always hearing that feedback from you is amazing. Um, and, and with that being said, like what content of ours have you really appreciated? I just always like to get feedback and understand like stuff that you enjoy.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm biased. Like, I like I always like when you have like the some of the the athletes on, like the guy who was like I think he was like your Uber driver who was like the Iron Man, Shad Ireland. <sighs> awesome, yes, <laughs> awesome. I haven't I haven't fully listened to the one with the lady who was on America Ninja Warrior Mini Ninja yeah. tuned in a little bit. I'm going to, that one. I'm going to, I'm going to check that one out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like those ones where you like kind of get into the mind of people who are trying to like achieve exceptional things. Yeah. So. Like yourself. performance. Yeah. I mean, I'm not there yet. Like I've, I've only run one marathon, but
1: and this is my favorite part. So you're, you're, you're inside the industry right now. You're, you're, you're uh, evolving inside it. And, You just began Mm -hmm. when we get when we get you on maybe in three years from now and we get to tap into that creation of the evolution from there. I'm stoked.
2: (laughs) I was literally thinking about like, damn, I would love to just like fast forward like five years, seeing where you guys are with this podcast. And then, you know, hopefully I'm somewhere far far along my journey um, and just like what that would be like, you know, like I was already kind of like envisioning that, like hopefully I have a few ultras under my belt. um, All right.
0: But think about everybody for that for that matter. Like, yeah, the St. Thomas football network is very small and very, very niche. But think about everybody within just that network that's going to be doing that's doing stuff really cool right now, doing what they love right now. But mm-hmm. where that's going to be in five years? Yeah, like those are just, just the
1: name plugs that we had today with Yoakum, Josh Parks, um, Moise. I mean, we just continue to roll through names that just on this conversation alone, Bennett, uh, Will, all Nick the people, Walvogel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just people that we could see in the Talk future have a lot of just cool things,
2: yeah. And I think a lot of that credit go- should be given to Coach Caruso. I think he like yes. instilled those values in like guys. Even if you didn't fin- like, for me, I didn't finish playing football there, but like a lot of those. And I actually, you know, what's crazy? I actually reached out to him like a couple months ago and like sent him an email, and he called me back. This the dude's insane he called me back within 10 minutes of me sending that email wow. just like i was just saying like pretty much just thank you for like all of the like lessons that you kind of like instilled with me, instilled with in me um and like a lot of the stuff that he said like still sticks with me today like the idea of like the worthy path or and, you know all that stuff you
0: know? mm-hmm. it's amazing too because we had kind of that same realization when we had him on the podcast mm-hmm. and we had like this aha moment like, oh my gosh, everything that we do on this podcast or how we've attacked every problem that we've ever had comes from like that Caruso-ism like you talk about it all the time, Andrew. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's awesome and it's, it's transparent in a lot of people yes. that are around us. Yes. My favorite example currently, if you don't follow him or look at what he's doing, do it. Jackson Hole. Every single day on his Instagram story, he provides a helpful tip or what did he learn that day. Every single day without fail, and like they're hysterical sometimes because it's Jackson. Hole, you're like, this kid was an absolute knucklehead. Like yeah. that's how I know him. But he's got like his blue light lens glasses on. And he's talking about like how if you invest more money in your student loans, like fifty dollars, you'll be able to pay it off in like two years less time or something. Yeah, don't have the intellectual. Built, yeah,
1: don't have the interest build up on it. Yeah, he got into it more. He but, got yeah.
0: into the weeds on it. But seriously, that like that's a guy where you. I mean, he was an amazing athlete. He was, you know this that and the other just like kind of a knucklehead loves playing Fortnite in x y and z and then now you see him a year later and he's like literally making a sweet impact on people Mm -hmm. and you could see it same with yokum too never really met knew that guy or never talked to him that much in in uh, college and then he comes on this podcast and just lights it up yeah Mm -hmm. incredible
1: it's incredible I I'm looking forward to hearing the evolution of the brand that you're trying to start. We'll talk a little bit more about that off air, and then good luck with the next step heading yep. to Chicago. Yep, um, So
2: and we'll definitely stay in touch throughout all of it. Appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you so much.
1: Always acting like you ain't got the time. I can't imagine trying to carry what you hold inside. But you got a reason to sing
0: and i find me this sunny And ooh, you should go back to the start Cause you can't hold on to